What is up, y'all? Welcome to my second episode of the Yes Ma'am. I can't tell you guys how excited and how nervous and anxious I was for the last episode. I had like over 500 people download and listen to me. I was sweating. I was sweating the first 40 minutes that I had officially aired it. Even though the responses I was getting was so good, I would not, I could not stop sweating, y'all. I was so excited. So thank you guys so much for listening. It means so much to me. So let me just dive deep. Let me get started with if you are unhappy with where you're at in life. First thing you need to do is get out a pen and paper and literally physically write out things that are making you unhappy. That what is causing you to be nervous? What is causing your anxiety? Write all these things down, right? So like for me, it is drinking. Drinking is never good for me the next day my anxiety is through the roof I feel like shit I don't get anything done and if I'm not getting anything done I'm not working towards my everyday goal which is to better my business and just to better myself so whatever is keeping you from being your better self cut that shit out stop doing it literally so physically write out everything that you're doing so like drinking going out spending money doing whatever okay what in turn can you do to stop doing those things and then start working towards your everyday goal or your ultimate goal you know and I know sometimes it can be overwhelming like if there's so much you want to do but you can't bring yourself to do it you have so much anxiety that you can't even get started you know but something that my therapist mentioned to me which She's at a clinic called the Lifeology, which it's a great clinic. She is no longer taking any more people, so I don't want to put her name out there. But anyway, she mentioned to me that just cross off one thing off that list that you need to do that day, whether it be picking up your clothes, washing dishes, cooking, whatever it may be, do one thing. And it could be the smallest thing too, like pick up your shoes. I don't know. And literally, you will feel better. I promise you. It is a process. So like slowly, you will get there. I think it took me maybe like a week to do everything on my list. But I felt good about it. I felt so much better and just productive. And you know the feeling of like when you do nothing one day and you feel so unproductive. So then it's like, why keep going? But I didn't feel that way with doing one step at a time. So like, for instance, one thing for me, I know if I go out and drink, I'm going to be hungover the next day. I'm going to be full of anxiety. I didn't know, you know, like the anxiety part of a hangover. Like, that's a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Like literally, it would wake me up from my sleep. That's how terrible it was. And so, and it would keep me from doing anything all day. Like I wouldn't do shit all day. And it made me feel worse about myself. It, oh my God, I can't explain to you how badly I felt. I think too, because I am my worst critic and I'm so hard on myself that I'm like, oh my God, I'm so dumb. Like why did, I knew this was going to happen. Why did I do it? And then there I am, you know? It keeps me from doing the things that I actually want to do for the day. So like work out. That's something that is important on my list to do and feel better about myself. So if I can't go work out, if I feel like shit, I'm going to feel even worse, you know. 
And it is true. Like you cannot hang the same as you get older. Like if I mix any of my drinks, y'all, I'm out. I am out. Like it is terrible. Like I was drinking once a week and I would try to do everything like to keep myself hydrated. But regardless, I would still feel like shit no matter what. Like I could have maybe five drinks. I don't know if that's a lot to some people or not, but that's not too many to me. If I were to mix those five drinks, oh no, I'm out the next day like feeling like shit. And I've always liked alcohol. I can't lie. I started pretty young. I've always liked alcohol. I guess it's a Mexican in me. Just kidding. That's an excuse. But you know what I mean. But my drinking did not get bad up until my breakup with my first boyfriend. I was with this guy for like eight years. I was the thing what's crazy is that I wasn't really even like in love with this person anymore. I was just so used to him. I am such a planner. I am such a comfort person, routine person that once this person was no longer in my life, I didn't know what the fuck to do. I didn't know what to do with myself. And the thing was, what's even crazier, I was in denial. Like I didn't even know I was depressed and I was drinking my life away. I was drinking every other day. No lie. For three years. That's how long I did that. And those were the most depressing three years of my life. And I will never go back to that ever. Isn't it insane that a person can do that to you? Like, like, although I wasn't in love with him anymore, he was still my best friend, but he was no longer a part of my everyday life. And I guess I cope with that with alcohol. And don't get me wrong. I partied it up. I lived my single best life for those three years. I sure did. I had my fun, but was depressed, if that makes any sense to anyone. And I'm not really sure what got me out of that funk. But over time, I just got tired of it. Like I was draining my savings. And just with time, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I like, what am I doing with my life? And just I went back to the corporate world. I did that for a little bit up until I saved enough to where I felt comfortable going on my own and making my business a priority again. And let me tell y'all, it is easy to stay where you are comfortable. It is so fucking easy to stay. But it is so much harder to pull yourself out of a situation and want better for yourself. And if you've done that, kudos to you. You fucking deserve it. You deserve to live whatever best life you choose. Because you know what's insane to me? Is that us women, we fucking settle. Why do we settle? Like for the bare fucking minimum when we deserve, like we go out, all out, all out all the time, giving so much of ourselves to one other person. Are they doing the same for you? You know, like it's so fucking sad. Okay. So I was doing makeup this past weekend and I went, I traveled to her and her husband was there. Not, you said hello, whatever. Right. And it was early in the morning and tell me why. He wanted to make sure we were fed. She did not say she was hungry. She didn't say anything. But he bought food without 
anyone asking. He just thought ahead. He's like, you know what? These girls are going to get ready. She's going to get to work. Let me let me feed them. And to me, it's so sad to me that I was like, man, that's so sweet. Like, she didn't even have to ask him. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Have I really settled that much in the past to where I think this gesture is so grand? Like, that's something I would do. But I wouldn't think that my man would think of it. Oh, my God. And this is when self-love is supposed to come into play, y'all. Like, we do not love ourselves enough to think that we deserve better. To deserve more. We deserve so much fucking more. I think the other thing that blew my mind about it was that he got us options. He did not ask, like, hey, what do you want? Like, he didn't ask a single fucking thing. He just did it. And I'm like, you know what? That's fucking goals. And I think... A reason that why that stood out to me so much is because my love language is acts of service. Number one, that is my number one. I've done the test. I believe it is acts of service and quality time is up there, but acts of service is my number one. So if your partner, significant other, whatever, does not know your love language, they need to know, sis, do the test, make them do the test, know how it they would like to be loved. A lot of men, their love language is touch. I think y'all can understand why. That's I feel like that's a given with most men. But I feel like for most women, it is doing stuff. You know, do stuff for me without me having to ask you. Like buy me food without me having to ask you. Speaking of food, let me tell y'all a story. This Gen Z generation, I cannot. They they are a different breed. Their customer service, let me tell y'all. Yes, I'm throwing a little bit of shade. The customer service ain't it. I don't know what the fuck it is. But I went, okay, so I went to McDonald's the other day. My fat ass was craving a McFlurry. You know, I'm ready. I'm in line. And there's no one in line, but there's people inside working. So I'm like, they're open. It's midday. And I'm there waiting, like, for someone to take my order for, like, five fucking minutes. And so, mind you, I'm getting hangry. And so I pull up to the window where you typically pay. And I'm like, the guy looks at me like I'm dumb as fuck. And he's, like, 17 years old. And he's like, um, like, why aren't you ordering at the window? And I'm like, um, no one's answer- taking my order, sir. And so he like doesn't even say anything. He closes the window and just leaves. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, no, like be right back. Like, let me go see what's going on. No, this, he just closes the window and, and goes, talks to someone. And then he yells back at someone, you dumbass, and then proceeds to take my order. And I was like, okay, I ain't gonna say nothing. Take my order, boo. And so then I'm like, let me get out of here. Let me go next. And so I pull it to the next window to get my McFlurry. This young guy hands me my McFlurry with a napkin, right? I'm like, okay, whatever. It's a napkin. But then says, there's ice cream at the bottom. The motherfucker, why did you not clean it? Why? Like, sir, what? I was, I, I looked at him. I'm sure I gave him the ugliest stare. Like, what the fuck did you just say? Why didn't you clean it? That is part of your job. Like, clean food. I don't fucking, like, what? Let me just tell you, I was mind blown 
I'm like, he did not just hand me a McFlurry and a napkin for me to clean it. So that was that. And I know a lot of the reason why their customer service isn't the great. And I know the reason why they are the way they are is because of social media. I fucking know it. They do not know how to interact with people. Like, all their talking is done through social media. So when it comes to being professional or being able to provide good customer service and just communicating, they don't know how to do it. But I'm like, I don't know. Like, learn, get better. My ass is going to Chick-fil-A next time so I can get my pleasure, you know, when I say thank you. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap this shit up here. And it was my pleasure talking to you all. Well, talking to myself. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and y'all come back for more.